Blog Talk Radio. gmail.com 
The chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And you can hit me, yeah, yeah, I told you how you hit me on the email. All right, if you want to, if you would like to, go ahead and uh, uh, email my co-host. Her email is p.leona, L-E-O-N-A, dot Ross24 at gmail.com. Okay, so those are all the ways you can participate on the show. And as I mentioned before, we do we do look forward to hearing from each and every one of you and let us know what's on your mind. Okay, so that's what we have planned for you today. Uh, so just sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself. You know, it's Friday afternoon, so if you're you know, some places it's nice and chilly. Some places it's just downright cold. <laughs> you know, so get you a couple uh, gels, some coffee, a little afternoon cocktail, you know, a little wine spritzer, whatever, you know, calms you down. I encourage you to do it. You know, hey, if you got to fire one up, fire it up. <laughs> it's always a good thing. <laughs> I, 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 I'm I not going to say it's not, but anyway, that's a topic for another show, I'm sure. But anyway, those are all the ways you can sit to be here on the show and get in contact with us, and as I mentioned before, we do look, we want to hear from you, okay? We want to hear from you. All right, but before we go any further, it's time to bring the second part, the other half of the, my, the, the crew in here, you know, the logical one, I like to say, because, uh, you know, she, she, she keeps it straight. She keeps it straight, and uh, she cleans up what I mess up, pretty much. So, without further ado, here's the co-host, the one, the only, P. Ross in the house. Hey, what's going on with you, lady? How you doing today? I'm doing good. You doing good? Yeah. You sure? Yes, I'm sure. Oh, okay. All right, just make it. You sound a little out of out of whack there a little bit, so I'm just checking to yeah. make sure. Just check it to make sure. All right. So that's good. That's good. So what's your thoughts on the show? What's on your mind? Hey, you already know what's on my mind. We're going to talk about that, that, that family and this seven-year-old child as well as these these nuns. You know, I mean, it's good that they the Pope admitted it, but, hey, what you doing about it? Mm. Yeah, what are you doing about it? <laughs> that, that's a that's a good question. That is a very good question. What are you doing about it? You know, when you think of a nun, you know, you kind of think of wholesomeness. You know, but oh, some of the things they were doing to them nuns, and some of the things the nuns were doing to other folks, it make you kind of wonder there a little bit. Make you kind of wonder. You got some yeah. freaky people out there. And I guess that includes the nuns and the priests and all the rest of them folk as well. But everybody. Unfortunately, it kind of includes everybody.
his uh, Bone Thugs and Harper, and he called Ghetto Cowboy. Y'all enjoy. See y'all in a few minutes. You Pretty soon, flash across the room, I see this youngster getting ready to fight. But if you mess with the 
through the photographs, they learned they brought up a lot of interesting facts that in the 1870s and 80s, uh, approximately 25% of the 35,000 cowboys on the western frontier were black. And yet, the majority of their legacy has been whitewashed and written over. Imagine that. One notable example, as Mr. Uh, Talk was talking about, uh, of this erasure manifest in the story of Bass Reeves. He was a slave in Arkansas in the 19th century who later became a deputy U.S. marshal known for his skills and bombastic styles. He often... Um, he often disguised himself in costume to fool felons and passed out silver dollars as a calling card. Some have speculated that Reeves was the inspiration for the fictional Lone Ranger character. Although most people remain unaware of the cowboy's, uh, black cowboy story and fundamentally patriotic past when moved to the East Coast, uh, people were amazed that they had never heard of or didn't even know that there were black cowboys. This is photographer Ron Tarver said when he had an interview. Um, then in 2013, as he began to document the black cowboy culture, in part as a tribute to his grandfather, who was a cowboy in Oklahoma in the 1940s, who worked on a ranch and drove cattle from near uh, Bragg's to Catoosa. Um, another artist, Brad Trent, shot striking black and white portraits of members of the Federation of Black Cowboys in Queens, New York. So he didn't even know there was a federation, an organization that is devoted to telling the true story of black cowboys' heritage while providing educational opportunities for local youth to learn from the values and traditions of cowboy life. The president, Keisha Morse, described their mission as using the uniqueness of horses as a way to reach inner-city children and expose them to more to in their community. These images capture how much has changed for black cowboys who now dwell not only on the western front but on the city streets of New York and in rodeos that are held in prison. Yet certain values of cowboy culture remain intact. For more is the importance of patience, kindness, and tolerance. So that is a little history on the history of black cowboys and the myth that the West was not all white. Check it out. Look it up. All right. That's what I'm talking about right there. You know, and you know, the interesting part, not only about um, the Long Ranger, um, you know, being loosely based off uh, the black cowboy, but the, the part about the name cowboy, you never thought about that, you know, you never thought about that as a derogatory term toward black cowboy right. back in the right. day. You know, that that's just amazing. You know, that's something that is so commonly used today without even the thought of, of you know, racial uh, um, discrimination or bias or anything like that. You know, so I wonder now if somebody's going to pick up on that and be like, hey, that's a racist thing to say, cowboy. You know, <laughs> I mean, let's think about the society we live in today. It's not too far-fetched to think that it's a possibility. You know, as, uh, 
you know, as sensitive as society has become today when it comes to certain terminology. But being that nobody is really aware of, of where the term came from, they just go go with the flow on that thing right there. So we'll see. But good job, Pete. Good job. You have truly educated the world today. <laughs> at, least, at least I listen to this anyway. <laughs> oh, on the black, yeah, on the black cowboy, the black cowboy. Yeah, I think I'm gonna make a song about that and sing it for y'all in a little bit. You know? Don't do that. Don't do that. What do you mean? Don't do that. Why well, can't don't do that? Do that? Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, don't do that, huh? Oh my goodness, you go, you gonna get off my singing? Okay. Uh, no, you gonna get off my singing now? I'm gonna bust out one day. And yeah, graduate I ain't gonna take you. Graduate from the eighth grade first. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I, I guess you got a point there. But you know they do uh-huh. offer singing classes in the eighth grade, right? Uh, no, not for you. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Not for me, really? <laughs> oh, that is so jacked up. <laughs> that, that is so, so jacked up. I don't even know why you going to come at me like that, see? <laughs> now you're trying to put me back in the seventh grade. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. You know what? If, if, honestly, if um, more schools and things offered that at an earlier age, I think we wouldn't have so much uh, fine, you know, that auto tuning going on in the music industry today, and jokers be more, sure. you know, be more realistic and, and actual singers you know, instead of just studio singers. But that's neither here nor there right now. So once again, I digress and, and go on back to to talking about what we are supposed to be talking about. But yeah, I. I'm, I'm going to write a song about it, and I'm going to sing it one day on the show. I ain't going to take it. No, no, you're not. That, I think that yeah, would be the best way of doing it. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think so? No. You're going to stop. You're going to stop. You're, you're the reason they started off, too. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
That, that, all right. that, that's a good thing. That sounds all right. That, that, that sounds all right. Mace can join me too if he wants to. <laughs> okay, we're making a duet. We're making a duet. I make the song about. I make the. I make the song about uh, uh, forty-five. Okay, that'll work. Uh, okay, all right. So <laughs> now that we've covered my singing proudness, and uh, <laughs> I've been told that I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have uh, to get my own little quote unquote. Uh, you know, song together here. We're going to be all right. Okay, y'all, so what we need to do is go to get over with the show. We have uh, quite a bit to talk about today, and uh, we're not going to rush it because I tried to do a show Monday, man, and I don't know what happened. I started talking, and next thing you know, I wasn't talking. I, I, you know what? Technology is, is wonderful, but when it acts crazy, it just makes you wonder. Makes you wonder, does technology have a mind of its own? What's really going on? Well, I do apologize for those that may have tuned in Monday. But we're here today, and hopefully we will not have any issues uh, for the most part. Okay? For the most part. Once again, if you want to comment on anything we talk about today, uh, the number is 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletsletstalk at gmail.com. Or in our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com, all right, forward slash Mr. Talk. Yeah, so those are all the ways you can participate on the show, and I do want to hear from you. Okay, so last Tuesday, last Tuesday, we had a big event in the country where the president gave the State of the Union address. Finally, y'all, we got a State of the Union address. And uh, it was interesting, uh, somewhat predictable, but at the same thing, at the same time, unpredictable. Um, a lot of things were put out, good and bad. Uh, a lot of re- the reactions were was good and bad. And you know, for the most part, everything fell along quote unquote party lines, like we really expected it to. I mean, it was really nothing that that blew you blew you out the water. I don't think anyway. Uh, usually, when it comes to state of union, I don't like looking at 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 the actual state of the union address. You know, I, I prefer to go back the next day and download a transcript of the actual speech and read over the speech. Uh, um, yeah. I, I get more out of it that way. That way I'm not distracted by, you know, the Nancy Pelosi Pelosi little um, clap that she gave that's been all over social media or, you know, those that women in white or, you know, half the gallery standing up for one thing, the other half sitting down. And y'all know the little game that they play with each other every, you know, depends on every year, depending on who's giving the State of the Union. However, you know, there was one statement that you were pretty, you was pretty sure was going to be said, and of course he said it. The state of the union is strong. Yeah, he said the state of the union is strong. You know, and when you start thinking about it, the state of the union is strong. Okay, but how strong really is the state of the union? Yeah, you know, how strong really is it? You you have um, federal employees 
employees just getting back to work, trying to catch up on bills and things of that nature. Of course, that's a subject me and Joy has covered together, you know, over and over again. And not to mention that there's still a, another shutdown that's looming here at the end of um, this week coming up, next Friday, in fact. So it's the deadline. Next Friday is the deadline. So midnight Friday on the 15th, if no agreement is reached, on the 16th, will the government once again goes in, go into a partial shutdown, or, or would you know they come together and work out a, a, a deal? So when, when you say the state of the union is strong, I guess it's a play on words more or less, and, and that's what you have to say. It's a play on words because the state of the union is strong for who? I don't think a lot of them federal employees would feel that it's strong right now, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, it is. It's really here <laughs> more than there, you know, because just to say that it's strong just after you just reopen the government is like, uh, yeah, no, no, I really can't see far. But anyway, um, another another statement that was made was victory is not winning as a party. Victory is winning for our country. You know, you think of that statement and you automatically want to stand up and say, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Winning, victory is winning for our country. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, and, and along with that, the president said, I stand here ready to work with you to achieve historic breakthroughs for all Americans. Millions of our fellow citizens are watching us now, gathered in this great chamber, hoping that we govern not as two parties, but as one nation. Now, that's what that man stood up there and said. Okay? Now, see, in that type of statement, it sounds good. It's a rah-rah moment. But at this point in time, uh, with this Congress and this administration, that's all they are. They're just words right now. They're just words. Because let's be honest, we're definitely not winning as a country because of the divisiveness. And the government, not the government as two parties, but that is what's happening right now. You know, governing as two parties. And you've mentioned nation. The nation has nothing to do with it right now. The citizens of this nation are not even being considered at all, at all. But I say the, the statement was good. It, it is good for those out there that want to hear that and, and actually want to believe that is what's going to happen. But history has shown us that that is not going to happen. It is not going to happen. It hasn't happened for a long time. I mean, even even uh, the the Gulf, I mean, the Gulf War and the um, Iraq War. Let's be honest, that wasn't governed as that that wasn't decided as a nation either. Especially not the Iraq War; it was pushed through in three days. There was no no hearings on it, no no um, conversation about it. It was pushed through. So why should the citizens of this country think that all of a sudden? Everything is going to change. It's going to change. And, and we know it's not. 
as long as this 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 uh, discussion or battle or whatever you want to call it is going on about this barrier slash wall slash fence slash whatever name they want to give it now, because it's like it changes every other day. You know, it it, it has nothing to do with a nation. It has to do with individuals fighting each other to see who's going to get in and and and, and win the battle. With the outlook not being on really protecting the citizens of the country, but it's based on who would have the most to gain in the 2020 election that's coming up, presidential election. And that's what this battle, these battles are all about. And a lot of the statements that were made during the State of the Union address was basically uh, for that purpose, and that purpose only. Political statements, same as uh, Abraham Lincoln and uh, uh, what is it, proclamation? Yeah, that thing right there. It was a political statement. It really, really wasn't meant to, to 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 free any slaves. It really wasn't meant to uh, you know really unite a country. It was a political statement. And I use that as an example because of to show you that. This has been happening throughout history. It's not anything that's new. Heck, the game hasn't even changed. Just the players. But anyway, um, he went on to say that we must reject the politics of revenge, resistance, and retribution and embrace the boundless potential of cooperation, compromise, and the common good. Now, that's, that's what was said. Okay. Once again, that sounds good. That is wonderful. That is great. But they are only words. They are only words. Because we have we have already seen that this administration is good at retribution against anyone, anyone that that, that takes a stand against it or, or or says any unfavorable comments toward it. If something can be done to get even, it is done. It is done. You know, retribution, revenge, call it what you want. Resistance. The balance potential for cooperation. Compromise. Where is that at? Where is that at? Hey. You couldn't even get it when your own party was was uh, holding cards to both houses of Congress. So now you think you go get it now? No. Especially since uh, the administration is, is one of the is the leader in in not wanting to compromise or uh, as I mentioned before, retribution. Now, for those that, that are, are steadfast Trump supporters, I understand. You want to believe it. And you may see it as, as yeah, yeah, he has, he has. But then again, take a look at the 20, 29, 30 people that have been let go because they didn't agree with, with, with something in, in that the administration was doing. Or better yet, take a look at 
the former the former federal employees that have been uh, had their security clearances stripped for criticizing the administration. Now the argument is, well, you know, they were leaking some things. Yeah, that that sounds good. That sounds good. But let's be honest. Let's call it what it was. It was retribution. It was revenge. Resistance is futile. That's what the Borg used to say on, on Star Trek. And that's the way this administration looks at it. Re- resistance is futile. You can resist, but we will get even. Just some of the things that make you wonder. Make you wonder. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh, so what else, uh, some of the other things? Um, the military is the most powerful on earth. Yeah, tell us something we don't know already. Tell us something we don't know. It should be we spend the most money out of any country there is on military. The budget for the military alone is more than a lot of third world countries. Third world, second world countries. I mean, we spend a whole lot on our military. Now, so say, only when the Republicans are in office, regardless whether the Republican, uh, Democrat, we still spend a lot on our military. So, of course, we're going to be the most powerful. But then again, you think about it. Uh, you know, it said the most powerful. Well, are we the most technologically advanced military in the world? See, once again, you, you have a play on words here. But it sounds good. It's one of those words that, that, that makes you stick your chest out. You know, make your nipples hard and carrying on like, yeah! Yeah, that's us. That's us. Powerful military in the world can only be stretched so far. It can only stretch so far. But then again, that was said, but it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing, right? Now, here was something that was said that uh, really, really made me uh, uh, take notice. American astronauts will go back to space on American rockets this year. Yeah. You know, and, and you take a look at that, and you're like, okay, great. That, that's wonderful. Yeah. But wait a minute. They shut down the, the space shuttle program. All right, so when, when is this supposed to happen? When, when, when was this supposed to happen? Had you heard anything about it? No. Had I heard anything about it? No. So when, when was this supposed to happen? Well, you got two companies out there, SpaceX and Boeing. Okay, those are two companies. You know that NASA hired to develop space transportation. Okay, and it was interesting because they were supposed to send a human crew on a test flight to the International Space Station this year. Yeah, this year. However. Oh, they're having some issues. They are having some issues, very big issues. Now, NASA has awarded them, paid them 
Terry Crews to the, at least the International Space Station. The only problem is these companies are having trouble meeting certain um, safety guidelines. They're having trouble. Right now, the base, basically the, the, the earliest would be December 2019, and that's just SpaceX. That's SpaceX. If everything falls in line this year. But Boeing right now can't do it, is looking at February 2020. 2020. So why even mention that? Why why even bring that up? You know, once again, it sounds good. It's something that makes you stick your chest out. You know, give you that good feeling, that good woody. But in all honesty, once again, it's just what it's just words. It is just words. Now, we know we hear about SpaceX, you know, taking stuff up, um, satellites up and, and and things of that nature and, you know, trying to remotely ran, land rockets on barges and things of that nature. However, we there still are nowhere near putting people in these spacecraft. Oh, it's not nowhere near it. Yes, was it a mistake to, to shut down? The, the shuttle program, I think it was. I really do. But stop lying to the American people. Stop lying to the American people. Just say we're working on it. Why you just can't say we're working on it? We're working on it. Because you know, the, the, the likelihood of, of any human from the United States going up in a spacecraft from the United States is very slim to very slim. I'm not going to say to none, but it's very slim this year. This year. Uh, but we shall see. We shall see. Uh, you know, here's another thing. Um, five million Americans have been taken off food stamps. Five million Americans have been taken off food stamps. Now, this right here is a very interesting statement. Uh because honestly, honestly, I would say, yay, that's good. That is good. But honest, but in, in reality, as far as numbers, you know, not not a lot has changed in the food stamps as far as those that that's on it. You know, it says in 2018 there were 40.3 million people participating in SNAP, which is another name for the food stamp program. You know, that's only a decline of 3.9 million. You know, um, uh, the last budget proposed by by President Trump and his administration was cutting staff by 213 billion dollars over 10 years. Okay, um, and some states are requiring you know uh, SNAP participants to at least work 20 hours a. a, a 20 hours a month, or is it a week? 20 hours a week, I think it is. Um, I have to go back and double check, but I know it's 20 hours. And some some even uh, require them to take drug tests, which haven't really been all successful because I think it's less than 1% that actually test positive for drugs. But 
in this thing, that is a good thing. I think the more people that are, are that comes off the, the government assistance when you're talking about food stamps that actually do not need it. Now, see, it's different for those that do need it. There's some of our military out there that need it. There's some other people out there that need it. But for those that's just working the system, yeah, that's a good thing. They do need to come off. And those requirements are good for them. Now, now I do agree with that. I, I really do. Um, but it goes hand-in-hand hand with this next statement that was made. Wages are rising at the fastest pace in decades. No. No, 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 no. Because if that's the case, then a lot of people wouldn't be on food stamps. And who are the wages, uh, you know, who, who's making all this extra money? Huh? Who's making all the money? We already know that there hasn't been a, a, a government raise, a national raise in um, the minimum wage. Now, there are some states that have been individually uh, raising their minimum wage. But nationally, no, I think it's still at 7 Forty-five or eight twenty-five, something like that. You know, so who's who's making this money? Where 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 where's the wages being raised at? Oh, I'm sorry. And growing for blue-collar workers, who I promised to fight for. Yeah, blue-collar workers. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 No, 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 no. That's not working. That's not working. You know, however, we shall see. We shall see. We still got, what, two more years at least? Yeah, he's got two more years at least to, 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 to make this thing work, right? Um, Another good thing that they did pass, and we talked about this a little bit on the show, the Criminal Justice Reform Act, um, which was a good thing that was signed and, and passed. You know, it, it, it kind of changed the, the definition for three strikes. You know, that law where if you was a three-time loser felony, you know, you went to jail for life. So they, they brought that down to like 25 years or something like that. And it gave judges more discretion with sentencing, which was a good thing. It was a good thing. So that is one positive that has happened this year. Uh, as far as being implemented and actually working, that still remains to be seen. But we do know that is something good that did come out of it. Another thing is uh, the lowering, what is it? Uh, lower the cost of health care prescription drugs and protect patients with pre-existing conditions. And the need drug insurance companies and hospitals to show real prices to foster competition and bring costs down. Now, I have been following that at least for the last few months. And there are there is legislation that's being put out there by the administration to try and make this happen, make pharmaceutical companies more uh, accountable for what they charge, what they do charge uh, patients for medication. Whether it's, it's Medicare A, Medicare B, uh, C, D, you know, yeah, and actually have them print the prices where you can see them. Even on these commercials, the the, the, the 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 pharmaceutical companies are supposed to be placing prices in the commercials so you can see how much this medication costs, <clears throat> which is great. Because in some instances, man, 
this medication for a, a, a bottle is five, six hundred dollars of aspirin. Now, I'm just, you know, using aspirin. But say for high blood pressure medication or uh, cancer treatment, you know, the prices are just outrageous. So, yes, that's another good thing. And, yes, they are actually working on that. Now, here's one that just had me laughing. Imposed $250 billion of tariffs on Chinese goods, and the Treasury Department is receiving billions of dollars a month. No, y'all. No. You know, they, they, you know, it's interesting because it makes you think everything is going back into the Treasury, which is going back into the, the country, the government. But no. Because actually China is not paying that to us. And who's who's catching it on the back end of it? It's us, the the, the consumer. Because the more they tax whatever over there, the more those countries are, are raising the prices of their products here, and we have to pay more. We have to pay more. But it's once again, it's one of those things that sounds good. It sounds wonderful. The words are great. We're doing all this great things, but if you look behind the words, there's no substance there, none whatsoever. Here's another one that I'm sure a lot of people are going to, about to find out for real about, and that's passing massive tax cut for working families and doubled the child tech tax credit. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's tax season. So a lot of people are about to find out just how good this tax cut was. Because, you know, there's, there's been arguments that about the tax cut is only good for, the, the, you know, the rich. And even though they doubled the child tax, you know, are you going to be getting more money back now on your taxes? You know, some people have said, well, you know, uh, I'll get more money back in, in, in my paycheck now. And then there's some that say, I haven't really noticed a big difference in my paycheck one way or another as far as taxes. So the question remains. The question remains. Tax cut, uh, uh, was it a good thing? This new tax law, was it a good thing? I guess a lot of people are about to find out. So the, it, it once again, it's words and it sounds good, but we have to see. We have to see. And here's another statement that was made during the the, the, the uh, state of the union that had me laughing. The unemployment rate is at its lowest in half a century. Now, I, I think we we've explained how how the, the, this unemployment rate is, is looked at and how they figure all this stuff out for the public, for the public to make it say this and make it say that. When the actuality, uh, it's a little different. You know, it's not as low as they make it. They want you to think it is. It's really not. And I'm not going to get into all the math and how they classify it because, you know, if you want to, I, I can put it up on the show's website and um, you go check it out there. You know how you they figure it out and what the real numbers are. This sounds good though. It sounds good. It, it, it really does. It sounds good, and, and it, you know, it, it makes people who are supporters feel good. See, and that's why it's called the state of the union because the majority of it is supposed to make the country.
country feel good about itself. It's supposed to make you stick your chest out, you know, make your nipples get hard, your toes curl with pride and excitement for the sheeple that is. That's for the sheeple. But for those that know a little bit better and do a little more research and then what it said, instead of just listening to the, 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 the talking pundit about, you know, who did right, who, you know, some say, oh, this speech was wonderful. He did great. You know what I'm saying? He was horrible. Remember I say, you know, don't trust what those folks tell you, man. Get a dig behind what was said. That's why I always print out, print out the speech and read it. That way you go back and look over some of the things that were said and do your research behind it to find out. Is this true? No. Is it an alternative fact, as they like to say? It makes you shake your head sometimes. It really does. Um, one good thing is the U.S. is now the number one producer of oil and natural gas in the world. Now, that is, that is true. That is true. And our gas prices nation nationally has shown that, yes, we, we really have a surplus oil and we pump it more oil than ever before. So that is true. That is true. That is true. And here's another one. They passed legislation to confront the opioid crisis. Okay, they did that too. They did that too. That was, yeah. But then again, the controversy comes, you know, because a lot of us say, well, what was all this concern when the crack epidemic hit the black community? What was all that? No one really cared then. All they cared about was putting them behind bars. All of a sudden, the opioid epidemic hit where little and I'm going to say it, little white rich kids were stealing their parents' medication and getting high and overdosing on it. Oh, now we got the, we, we have to find some legislation to, to fix this. So now you're giving law enforcement and fire, you know, firemen and stuff, um, narcos to go and, and fight the overdose if you arrive on the scene. But where was this all at during the crack epidemic? I, mean, I hear the argument. Well, Mr. Tone, that was a different time. That was different people. Okay. I, 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 I can see the logic in that. I really can. But I can see the, the hypocritical side of it as well. Especially since uh, birth rates are, are at its lowest in history in this country. Yeah. Especially among the Caucasian race. So we can't have our people overdosing like that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, let's see what else here real quick. Um, of course, we know about community Alice Johnson's life sentence. You know, that's the black lady that was in prison. First time offender for drugs and um, and you know she thanks to one of the Kardashian girls I think it was Kim when they talked to forty five and he went ahead and you know commuted her sentence and had her released from jail and 
you know, had her at the State of the Union address and to show her off and everything like that. I'm happy for her. I really am. I'm happy. But what about the rest of the folks that's there right now? It's similar situations. What about them? Uh, sign the First Step Act into law that gives nonviolent offenders the chance to reenter society as productive, law-abiding citizens. But wait a minute. Hasn't that been the same line that has been used uh, when somebody has gone into the penal system? You know, we need to rehabilitate them. Isn't that the same thing? Isn't that the same thing? So you're still going to have them in there making license plates, uh, sewing clothes, uh, doing whatever these other countries, the companies need, making up money off of them, paying them pennies on a dollar. But you are rehabilitating them and, uh, and giving them the chance to be productive, law-abiding citizens. Yeah? So we go check that, but that's something that has already supposedly been happening anyway. But at least there's a law now that says, that says this is what is supposed to happen. Isn't it amazing? Uh, the new U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement or the USMCA to replace the NAFTA agreement. Okay, that's the North American Fair Trade Agreement. Okay, number one. The USMCA has not been ratified by Congress yet. It hasn't been. However, when it is, and if it is ratified, only thing it is is NAFTA on steroids. That's all. With uh, different changes here and there. But it's still NAFTA. But if you notice, the name changed. So you go from NAFTA, which is synonymous with the Obama administration, to the USMCA, which is synonymous with the Trump administration. But once again, it's one of those things that sounds good, allows you to, the, the nation to be proud, the supporters say, yes, he did this. But it's just smoking mirrors. That's what it is. It's smoke and mirrors. <laughs> you know, that's it. I mean, those are some of the things I picked out of uh, the State of the Union address. And I heard some of them were good. They all sound good. See, that's it. They all sound good. You know, but a lot of it is nothing but smoke and mirrors and, and just words. They're just words. Because this administration actions have shown differently. They have, have said something different. The divisiveness, the retribution, the revenge, favoritism, and definitely not uh, on the par as wanting uh, the, 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 doing what's best for the country, but doing what's best for businessmen, the rich, and themselves. Yeah. Now, as I mentioned before, you have the the, 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 the conservative pundits, the radio talk heads, and, and others that are going to say, yeah, it was great, and, and did a wonderful job. 
you have taken the time to sit there and listen to that man speak, you already know he did not write that speech. He, he said, he talked about it. He didn't write that speech. <laughs> he didn't. He did not write that speech. Because it was <laughs> it was too complicated for him, number one. But, yeah, he didn't write that speech at all. At all. But it was some good things that he said. And, and, and as I have always said to people, this administration has done some great, some good things. Some great things. They have. But the majority of it, it's just a continuation from previous administrations. And it's a smoking, smoking mirrors. That's all it is. You change the name of this, change one or two uh, requirements here or, or entitlements here, and you're good to go. And we tell you it's brand new because the majority of people aren't going to go and read it anyway. They're just going to take your word for it. Hey, like I say, sheeple. Sheeple do what sheeple do. <laughs> That's what I say. Sheeple do what sheeple do. All right. So, um, that's going to do it as far as my review of the State of the Union address. Because the State of the Union is strong. But the question is, just how strong is the State of the Union? No, just how strong is it? And it's strong for who? That's another uh, question that has been. It, it is strong for who? Can't say it's strong for everyone. That's my take on it. So what I'm about to do is bring my co-host in and, and let her give her take on it, you know, which should be interesting. Probably be totally different from mine, but that's why we call it Let's Talk. Hey, where you at? What you got for me? Hey, I think you did a pretty good job. The only thing I gotta say is, you know, as 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 with all administrations, you know, going in, they have an agenda. Okay, they're gonna tell the people whatever they need to tell them, you know, to to, to massage to massage their ego or whatever. Uh huh. Okay, I don't know what happened. She said massage their ego. Man, that's true. That's true. Hopefully we get her back here in a minute. Uh that that is true. But that I mean that's that's the game of politics, right? That's the game of politics. You never especially black community, you never see them in your neighborhood until when? Until this election time and need your votes. And then of course you play one against the other. They play one against the other. <laughs> oh, so yeah, she she is right on point there, right on point. I don't know what's going on with her. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, it, it's just crazy, crazy. I don't know where she where she at. She we we lost her there. Hopefully we get her back. But in the meantime, let me bring this call in and see what the guy's going to say. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have in? What you got for me? Is today Monday? No, no, that's right. No, today's Friday. Friday, Knucklehead. Today's, today's yeah. Friday. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I was just hoping it was Monday, cause and I oh, never mind Monday. What's to do? All right. So how you doing? Yeah. I'm doing okay. How you doing? Not bad. Not bad. Uh so I figured since uh, P dropped off, let me take up the slack until she comes back. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. A, uh, well, look. I like Trump, but I don't like the administration. In other words, I don't like the Democrats and Republicans because their agenda is never to help out anybody, especially right. now with the with Ocasio-Cortez and her Green Deal um, thing. She laid out um, a lot of promises which are worse than any promise that um, – <laughs> That the uh, normal Democrat and normal Republicans have done over the years. But uh, what can you say? Look, uh-huh. America's going downhill. It has been going downhill. And unless the people wake up, it's going to continue to go downhill until we reach Venezuela. Simple as uh-huh. that. To reach Venezuela? Yeah, until we become like Venezuela and all the other socialist countries. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. <laughs> well, they're making a lot of promises, yeah. but they have yeah. no way of paying for all their promises. So yeah, we will become yeah. like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. And if you think the uh, politics are bad now, wait till the wait till the communists. Uh, really got a foothold in there. <laughs> oh, by the way, before I forget, um, are you ever going to have a show on PTSD? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not you about, that I'm not talking about doing it personally, you know, for your experience. I'm talking about if you can get other, other people who are in the Army or in the Marines who uh, who have PTSD. The reason I ask is because a while back I was listening to um, a radio talk show host, not on Block Talk Radio, and I think he or she had on like a psychiatrist who said that most PTSD, or a lot of it, was caused by the uh, the soldiers feeling very guilty about what they did. And when I heard that, I said to myself, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think it's because they saw people killing each other, and they said, why is humanity at large doing this to humanity? And I wanted to know what the core reason might be. Is it because when, they, when people see all the killing, which is useless, or is it because of the killing they did themselves? So um, I don't know what the answer is, but it's to me it's curious. Uh, all right. So I I I was looking at doing a show like that for you, Joe. Uh, you know, PTSD. You know, when it first came out, it's been around for a long time though, because you know back in the day they called it shell shock. Because now I'm talking about military, military wise. You know, they called it shell shock or. You know, just crazy. But, you know, PTSD, the definition has been expanded to include a whole lot of issues, not even not just associated with uh, military. So mm-hmm. what I have, like I say, what I have to do, I have to find some, you know, uh, 
experts to come on the show, and we have to have a, a discussion about it. You know, I personally, yeah, I, I was not, only interested in the military side, not interested in yeah. You know how when a person suffers a trauma and then all of a sudden they have PTSD, a civilian for the rest of their life. That I can understand. Uh, uh, but the right. shell shock that that first came out of World War One, and that was because yeah. people got shelled so often that it disrupted the nerves. That's that's um, obvious too. If you're in the trench, you can't move, and you're getting bombs bursting all around you. You're going to get PTSD. You're you're going to get mental uh, illnesses. Um, because your nervous system is upset every day. That to me is obvious. Mm-hmm. You know. Right, right. Yeah. But we'll work on putting the show together. Okay. Um, on, yeah. Because that's yeah, yeah. That would be very interesting, to say the least. That would be very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. But uh. So far, bring this next call in. So, what did you think of uh, State of the oh, Union? I didn't bother watching it. I didn't bother watching it. Okay. Mm. Oh, you didn't bother watching it? Okay. No. <laughs> hey, I just printed out the speech myself. I, I don't bother to watch it either. I don't watch. Course, I don't watch them. Um, it's but, rah rah yeah, rah, system bar. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I say, put you make you put your chest out, nipples get hard, turn yeah. curl your toes. And then right. you feel good about yourself. Yeah. If that's the way, if you just take it as, you know, for what's on the show, you know, what, what yeah. you see on the poop. Yeah. It's political puffery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good word. I like mm. that puffery. All right. Let me bring this other call in real quick. Because I know P will be back in a moment because she got some things, some stories she want to talk about as well. I'll give which very the next call is made. Nah, no. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What do you have for me? It's Maze. See? Oh, Lord. I, mean, I was saying, so I could call have called No, no. Yeah, right. Like, I got a number. <laughs> right. He well, wishes he had my number. He probably, probably harassed me if he did. I'm just fine. <laughs> I've been listening to him since you've been on. Absolutely would. You came on after right. I did. Well, thank, thank you, me. sir. Because <laughs> I've been listening the whole time you've been here. So you're a little late, Joe. I could have called. I called yeah, when I came like I got here. Yes, okay. I did. All right. All right. Before you two lovers. Listen, I can tell you who was there first. It doesn't matter, but that's not. That's not. I want to talk about this politics yeah. that I see today. Okay. Mm-hmm. This apprentice show that I'm. This apprentice. This apprentice show that I'm looking at. Because all we hear is people getting fired uh-huh. and all these crooks and all these things, but we don't hear nobody saying nothing about it. They won't. One president was trying to create a crime. This one is around criminals. I don't know if he's part of the criminal situation that we're looking at, but he's got plenty of friends that are. Nobody want to have a conversation about it. So I'm wondering why his lips are closed, like they got amnesia. Well, I mean, just because he has a lot of friends that are criminals, does that really make him a criminal? They were making Obama, Obama, of course, because too many of them going to jail and telling stuff. So they were making I mean, a what was the man they used to bring up about Obama? Let me talk. The man that they used to bring up up about Obama that that he did this and he did this. He's a, he's 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 this he's he's surrounded with criminals. All we heard. Now what do we hear now? He's a good businessman. And these people that's gonna be upset about their taxes, like I said, 
All them hollering, screaming like Pionky, I got money back in my taxes. So you might not even get no taxes back this time. <laughs> Why not? Hello? Why might not, not get enough. Yeah. And the rural and uh, and the rural is upset and let the people everybody all around the rural is, is not happy. So something's wrong somewhere. Mm, it's been that way for But they all want to take it out on Nancy Pelosi This is not Nancy's problem Because Nancy oh. didn't shut the government down for 30 some days Oh stop it But Maze I'm going to ask you this question again Okay so Just because a lot of his cronies are going to jail Or being convicted or whatever Does that make him a criminal Or just because he's just associated with them Or Or <laughs> You know, you know, just hanging out with the wrong people. Well, all of them. All of it. <laughs> oh, let's get the facts. Because if you don't want your taxes, if you don't want, let me finish, Joe. You okay. came on, you said your piece. So if you don't want your taxes to be seen, that's the reason why. Because your taxes connect you to some things that need to be, you know, people might find out that you don't want to be known. Does it? Mm-hmm. So it's either you weren't paying your taxes or you were doing something fishy. And you didn't report it, just like a lot of people in prison for that, aren't they? With the nice in prison because he didn't pay his taxes. Mm-hmm. But a lot more people that didn't pay their taxes, they not know. I mean, they didn't go nowhere. They still walk around and create more businesses and whatever they want to do, filing bankruptcies and starting over and all kind of things. Maze. So inquiry wow. man, ask a question. And I have one a question for you too, Joe. Good. If you would like to answer it for me. Yeah. This blackface stuff. Yeah. What is it with them playing blackface? What do they get out of it? Because I can't answer because I'm not a Caucasian, so I'm asking you. What okay. do they get out of doing blackface? What they say. Hey, man, just take over the show. That's what they man. said. No, no. I didn't put that I on there. The time might run out. I but go ahead, because I was going to talk about it anyway, but go ahead. Oh. Okay. What they did, what I suspect they did, okay, what they said they did. Not what they did. No, 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 no. Not what they did. I'm saying what make Caucasians want to do blackface? What do they get out of it? Not the people um, that they I'm got about, showing up now. Maze, I'm going to answer it my way, if you don't mind. Okay. I'm listening. All right. Well. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Look, they said they put it on because it was Halloween and because they had certain people that they wanted to emulate, like Curtis Blow, Michael Johnson. Right. That's what they said. Right. Now, personally, right. I don't find if that's what they really meant, I don't find anything wrong with it, despite the new misappropriation of uh, culture syndrome, which is part of the PC. What I suspect they did is that they put it on in order for them to make fun of blacks. So you're feeling that's my question. That's my, that's See, if you, watch Birth of a, if you ever seen Breath of a Nation? I mean, but wait a minute, man. Wait a minute, man. You know what? I, I, I don't think it's fair. I really don't think it's fair to ask Joe to ask for a whole race of people. But, 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 no, no, I, I don't mind. No, no, no he, he, maybe, maybe he won't do the last Caucasian I asked. He said he won't black face, and he thought it was funny. And mm-hmm. the ones that he played a little bit. Honestly, honestly, yeah. Mays, honestly, I agree with Joe. You know, and then. And I was going to talk about this anyway today because it's interesting that you look at it and it's kind of like the Me Too movement to me. I'm like, okay, this happened in the 70s and the 80s. You know, these cats, they were young jokers in college, you know, um, um, fraternities, you know, and 
Yeah, some sororities do it too. You know, we just don't hear about it. But you know, and I'm looking. I'm like, okay, you know, they did it. One like one guy said, he did it to emulate Michael Jackson. Uh, the other one said he did it to for the emulate a rap or something. Yeah, part of the blog. Like yeah. Yeah. So can I, know, I'm can I like finish? It's like, okay, but but here's no, you can't. I'm talking now. Okay. And here's here's, you here's and here's. And here's the, the interesting part about it. I understand what blackface is and what the history of blackface, you know, is. I, I understand that. However, you know, when you look at it and why is it when when something like this come up, it's, it's political. It, it, all of a sudden it's political. Now you have three of the top, what, three, Virginia, two of the top right. three yeah. uh, uh, politicians in Virginia you know, being hit with this. Now, I'm talking about the, the black guy that's got sexual assault. Well, I want to talk about that, too. But, you know, and, and you're looking at this, and I'm like, okay, all right, I understand. But was this really something that was racial or just maybe bad judgment? Can I get my opinion and, and on time, and, and at the time, you know, unfortunately, it was, it was more acceptable then than it is now. But I you don't like it, um, and, and I explain, I explain this, I explain this to P, I explain to P like this. Now I don't know how many people watched the Lion King. You know when he was talking to Simba, and Simba was talking about going back home, but he can't go home because this happened. And the mic, the monkey took the stick and hit him on the head, right? And the, the Simba say, "Well, why did you hit me?" The monkey said, "It don't matter. It's in the past." You, you get my point. Get my point. We in 2019. We talking about something that happened in the 70s and 80s, and everybody's in an uproar about. Okay, we no, know no, today no. in today's world is not acceptable. Fine. So we talk about something years ago. Why? Why are we? No, even not. Get, you know, getting upset about this now. I'm not upset. I'm explaining you, and you understand what I'm trying to say. It doesn't matter. He ran for, that it, when he was running for governor. He was on if. if it, he was on that page at that time. So if they wanted to destroy him to become, because he was a Republican first in the, in the first place. So some of his friends got up mad about an abortion thing that they were having, and they got up mad, and they came up with this book saying that he did blackface. There's nothing wrong with doing blackface. I just want to know what they get out of doing blackface. Is it that they got to have a black person in the room with them to pretend like the birth of a nation? And it's not, it's 2019, no. but you still got people doing it. It don't bother me. I'm well, not, it's good for well, me to know where they're coming from. Well, well man, you know what, I think, go ahead, yeah, Joe. That's how I see it. Here's the thing. Okay. It could have been, like I, like, I, like I was saying, it depends upon their intention. If it was Halloween, I I put on blackface uh, years ago. You know what I went as? I know you did. Halloween, Halloween party. You know what I went as? Uh-huh. Blackula. You know why I went as Blackula? Because it was different than Dracula. Uh-huh. And I, right. what I got out of it was that it was a costume. Really? Yeah. It's like the costume. Is it like, just like the costume they want, I mean, the thing that they want to use as a monkey. They always want to use, I'm, I just, I'm just trying to no, get they a feel use, of no, look, what you get out of it. That you've got a good point. Because if somebody's um, using like a monkey, then they're being racist. Again, I'm trying to get back to the situation talking about the intention. What they said was they went because they they wanted to imitate Michael Jackson Curtis Blow. If that's the truth, I don't see anything wrong with it, and I don't see why black people should get upset over it. However... I'm not upset. I'm just asking the Caucasian right, man, I'm why okay, when look, they get out of it. I just told you. 
<laughs> you said right. you, I said you probably right. did blackface, so you, you know, say you did. But let me finish, Mr. Sawyer. You're not letting me explain. Right. You know when the when the when the guy that's the comedian did the white girl thing on TV, he wasn't trying to hide it. He was portraying a woman, with, oh and David Chappelle did. I don't know, uh, but you brought up a good point. Whatever why the name Whoopi, of it. And David Chappelle did, did it. Why did Whoopi no. Goldberg make a career out of doing Valley Girl? She didn't make a career out of doing Valley Girl. That's Whoopi Goldberg start. made it all her, color purple. No, no, no. Her first start was stand-up comedy doing Valley Girls for a couple of years before she got known. Because she was a comic. And she did comedy, so well, what do comics do? Make well, you laugh. But she did not do no blackface. No, she didn't and like that. It's just like the sweater that came out. All of a sudden, here come a sweater with the red lips and all this stuff. The portraying oh, is yeah, that's supposed right. to look yeah. like Mikey. Well, that, yeah, again, I mean, it's, goes... it's, a, it's, it's a fetish that you have from your grand, from their grandparents. Because if they did it then and you're still doing it in 2019, and you're still doing it, it's it, something again, wrong. Again, Maze, don't, don't, you think about... a, don't you think it's important about the intention? But I don't see comments standing up doing whiteface. I mean, to treat people in a bad way. You want a Whoopi Goldberg to put on white face while she's doing Valley Girl? Well, she was doing Valley Girl, and she still does it. On the show, she do it. Well, okay. well, but she's man, not doing it in a harmful way. On, she do it when Hold she changes her voice to something else. Wait, 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 he came. He cannot. What, he told you why he did it, okay? Mr. Talk, so it's just like I'm asking so, you. If so I ask you a question, so do you? So does that make that? Does that make Joe racist because he had a black face? Did I? Did I say him? A, did I ask him for a racist no, statement? I asked him what I'm did they? No, it don't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. My point is It's just like. So whatever I'm saying, if you want to know something, who do you go to? Is the source. What? No, not because I know him. No, I don't know Joe. I just talked to Joe. Okay. I don't know him I mean, because he called. He called. He called somebody. He called somebody, called somebody red on your show too one day. So what do that supposed to mean? I, did I call him a racist for calling him that? That's just how you feel. I, I, I like to know what people that hiding in the, when, when, when people hiding okay, in the closet. Wait, wait, you hide from people. Stop! 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 Mate. Okay, go on to get to your point. Just to get to my point. It's like I know. I want to see who you are. Don't hide behind things and act like you're not who you are. Be who you are, and we might be friends. If you want to be a racist, we still be friends. But I know who you, where you coming from, and you know where I'm coming from. That's the way I like to see you. So those that dress in blackface, I can't ask Mr. Talk because Mr. Talk haven't had friends that dress in blackface or anything like that. So that's why I'm asking Joe. It's not a, to be offending him because he's not the first Caucasian that I asked him. He's and, the, and, what, the and, what, and what about my answer? So I want to know. I didn't say I didn't understand you. I said you didn't give me no, an answer. No, you said I still you didn't answer said, the questions, and I did answer the questions. You answered okay. it. You, so, said you, you said you dressed in blackface. Yeah. So you did answer Okay. Oh, and you told wait, me what wait, you got stop, out of it, but you didn't in the beginning. Just, uh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> you know, this blackface thing is really... It's it's interesting. It's interesting, but it, it kind of falls into, as Joe said earlier, this this PC society that we have now. It really does. Um, as far as why they did it, you know, right now they we do go by what they said. What they say. I mean, you know, but you know, and it's interesting because. And, and I think me and, I don't somebody, believe somebody, them, was about this. And me and somebody was talking about this. Me and somebody was talking about this. It's the same as, and Mace, 
don't know. Yeah, you have those um, what those 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 dancers called in church, the 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 dance team or the praise dancers and and the mind mm-hmm. dance. The mind, the mind, the mind team. Yeah, they put the, mind. Yeah, they put the white having... on, you know, and they be dancing, right? What? What? No, no, no. That's a different way. They dress in black face. It's always the red lips and the white stuff. When the man, what do they have on? Black lips and they have a white face. So you get, if you're not paying attention, you will see things that you're looking at, but it's not the same thing. Wait a minute, wait like, a for a long time, face, 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 For a long time, you know, the, the red lips came along. A lot of times, the lips, their lips were white as well. You know, so they just wasn't all black face and white and red lips. It was, you know, white lips as well. Right. They were exaggerating the lips, making them white. Well, let me let me get back to the question of what Mays yeah. is asking about the red lips. This is by a fashion designer who apologized for a cutout because the cutout would make the person have red lips. Now, the, again, it goes back to the intention. Don't forget, women wear red lipstick, so that could have been what his intention was. But well, why it could have been a white sweater with red lips, Joe? What? Oh, Lord. Have mercy. White sweater with red, well, lips. red lips with red lips. Would they have paid any attention? No. May. I'm, okay, I'm I'm done with you, May. I know you are. <laughs> hey, you know, you know why? You know why? Because in today's world, today's society, they're always looking for something that's wrong. You know, they always want to find something to pick at or, or, or find a problem with. And, and that's what it what is. is. So, you know, and, and once again, you going back. To 30, 40 years to find something wrong to bring out now? You know, that's like the same as the Me Team movement. You know, really? That's right. a, yeah, if you that's have a problem good, with this, that's a good comparison. Why you have problem with that? Uh-huh. I don't see that. That's a good comparison because I don't like the fact that they went back 30 years to do it. However, if, again, when you're going back 30 years, you, just, you still have to take a look at the mindset of whoever's doing it. Does that mindset right. which they had 30 years ago, does it, is it present today? And I say, probably is. Why do they have to do it in private? Why do they can't do it in public so everybody can see them? Just amongst they did friends and all. Wait, wait. You're in private. They did it in public. How do you think they got on? How do you think we know about it? They did it in public. You know about it because somebody took a picture. Okay. If nobody wanted to talk that picture, they wouldn't have known that they dressed up like things. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, okay, all right, all right, all right. We we we're gonna leave what that back right there for right now. Yo, well, to Mr. Carl, he's uncomfortable with it, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I just wanted well, to ask him. Is it like what? is it like if I asked you about PTSD? I never had PTSD, but you can answer for it, right? You did. Hey, 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 that's the same you thing. Have asked the question, Mace, you yes, have I have. Question. Joe has asked it. Okay. It was the phrase well, that you stepped in three times, and he's asked. Yeah, but you stepped in and said it was uncomfortable. No, you stepped in and said it wasn't uncomfortable. No, I didn't uncomfortable. say it was uncomfortable. Yes, I, I know, but why would, why would, why? Why you what? said anything was uncomfortable, man. Mace, where are you at right now? Where are you at? I'm sitting down talking no, to you. No, no, mentally. Mentally. Not physically. Yeah, mentally. No, mentally, you, where are you? Mentally, where, mentally where, are you? where are you? In the same place you and Joe are, okay, but you don't anyway, like the conversation. Anyway, That's why you say it with you about- Oh, okay, yeah. let's talk about okay. third. Let's talk about the third party in this Virginia um, political scandal yes, please, thing that's going on. Yeah, you know, yeah. Governor Justin Fairfax. Uh, Can I explain that one too? Who's been accused? Defense? Who has been a base? Thank you. Who have been accused oh. of sexual assault? And uh, 
the lady made a statement about it, and <laughs> this is interesting. If he talked about this, because I said, "Wow!" She said her statement was, "What began as consensual kissing quickly turned into a sexual assault." Mr. Fairfax put his hand behind my neck and forcefully pushed my head towards his crotch. Only then did I realize that he had unbuckled his belt, unzipped his pants, and taken out his penis. He then forced his penis into my mouth. Now, that was her statement was. Um, and they remain friends. Yeah, they remain friends. Uh-huh. Well... But this whole this whole statement right here is just it's hogwash. Now, I know women about to get mad at me. I'm sorry, y'all will get mad at me. But I'm saying, just because he stuck your his your face down up toward his mouth didn't mean you had to open your mouth. That's what I'm gonna say. Alright? Your hands were free, your feet was free, and he uh, he pushed, forcibly pushed my head toward his crouch. And you just stood there and opened your mouth, huh? Just that simple. And that's sexual assault. No, 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 no. That just don't even sound right. I know ladies and y'all get mad at me for saying, but that don't even sound right. What? Because you, you didn't have to open your mouth. You didn't have to open your mouth. Now, can I speak you know on that behalf? I don't speak for all women. You could have hit him in the nuts, yeah. um, beat him, something. Grab something. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean, really. So, you know, just say that and now come back. And, and see, here's the interesting part about it, too. When they found out that he may become governor if the other guy steps down for the blackface, all of a sudden now he's got these. And, yes, I'm going to I'll mention, they're all Democrats, which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, and what used to be a Republican stronghold, but this is crazy, you know. And, and that goes back to what we, you know, you know, some of this stuff. And don't get me wrong, sexual assault is a serious thing. It really is. But in this instance, it's a bunch of hogwash. And from that, I'm gonna let P. Ross get into this. And go ahead, mate. Say what you all, uh, Joe, oh, whoever want to say. But P. Ross, I want to Okay, I want to speak ahead, on man. behalf of, 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 I'm a woman, but I, which I don't speak for all uh-huh. women, like you said, Joe, don't speak for all men. But that woman had no reason to be in his room unless that's what she was there for. It's just like Mike Tyson and his wife and the man that was dating her, or whatever his name was, the movie star, was dating her, and Mike Tyson lost all he ever ha- had because of that, and later we found out what happened. But she had no business in the room, and then how can they remain friends if he did all that to her? That story should have been watched when he was running for lieutenant governor. It was watched then, and it should have stayed. And then you had the third person that came, and that was a Democrat. And then the fourth person was a Republican that was trying to become governor of Virginia, and they caught themselves in a catch-22 because all of that stuff didn't even matter what they came out with in the first place because it's already been out, been said and done. So now they need to go find a raid to become governor of Virginia the right way. And then uh, he came out with his, the black face. The fourth person was black face, doing a black face thing. So... Uh, they need to get it together. When you don't know what you're doing, you always catch yourself in a trap. And that's what we're looking at. With that administration that couldn't get rid of abortion, that administration that couldn't get a wall, and they all had three branches of government and didn't do nothing with it. Hmm. All right. And that's why we ended up with the government shut down for 30 days. And it's Nancy Pelosi's fault. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Joe. No, I got nothing. I'm waiting for peace. 
for lieutenant governor, the same woman. But and then nothing came out of it. So a year later, they're going to come up with the same thing. You know what they did, Joe? Since you don't, since you act like you don't know, they brought this up to try to destroy somebody. They'll destroy somebody what in a I day, and then in, <laughs> what do you say? I don't know what you just freaking said. No, They'll destroy somebody in a day, but this didn't happen. He came out and told it. He came out and said it when he had his conference, and that push you to kill it there, but it didn't. That's a no. You, you, you know, if I you give you would give an aspirin a headache. And it was a dead, and then they got to run with it, run with it, run with it. So now what we looking at is the man, the man that uh been that the inquiry tried to uh blackmail. Now we are to this point. So what they were trying to blackmail? Who's all involved and who's catching on and what's all this stuff? There's a lot of stuff that like I said. If you don't know what you're doing and you're trying to do something dirty, you're gonna always get caught, and your hand gonna be in it. But everybody trying, some people trying to force the fact that their hand ain't in it. But we know, we the conscious and the country knows when we see stuff. <laughs> Except it or not. Okay. And what do you think, T? All right, Mr. Talk. What? Think about what? Oh, the man, the one man that got upset and wanted to go kill him somebody because he said his friend was raped. Now that story was fishy too. Oh, well, Liam Neeson. You know. That was Liam. That was Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a fishy story. Well, you know what? You know what? Honestly, I can understand the way he feels because I probably feel yep. the same way. I really but I wouldn't do. have felt that. You know, want me to explain to you why? That, because that, image. That, that, that. Well, you know, you know, Mage, at the time you have to think about the, the emotions that's involved and how close mm. you that person. He probably was that person that got raped. Um, you know, that, that's like uh, when Roots came out, first came out. A lot of black people looking for white folk to beat up just because of what they saw on television because they didn't, you know, understand the, the severity of, of, of slavery. Yeah, didn't do that. So, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the same thought process. You know, you get no, it's, it's emotions involved. Because honestly, I'm telling you, if somebody raped someone I know that I'm close to, yeah, I probably feel the same way and probably go out and try to do the same thing. You know, really? it's okay. emotion. It's, it's part of the, the human psyche. But that's you your know, emotion. But I'm saying I said something fishy about the whole thing. Because if his friend says he, why, if his friend was raped, why he had to ask who was it and who, 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 who did it? I mean, like, the colors didn't matter. Okay, who was it? <laughs> why okay, the color had to come in on this situation? Yeah, right. Yeah, he went to a bar looking for somebody to say something. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, why didn't he, if she knew who it was, I guess I'm quite sure she would report it to the police and she just went to him and told him. It's just like MT or that, for some reason, the woman finally told the truth out of all these years. Okay. All That's right. what I was looking at when okay. I was listening to him talk. It would have been just some, a dead person that he went, went out looking for. That probably wasn't even well, the person. You know, you know, when, when you deal with the Nobody said. That's, that's, that's what he. That's what he said. He knew. He knew it wasn't. Um. 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 He didn't. He didn't find the person. He just was looking for any black person to to, to kill because he, was, because he was enraged. He was in, upset. Mm-hmm. You know. And, so and when, when you you're, when you're dealing when you're when you are dealing with not anger, but when you are dealing with the spirit of rage, you are irrational. You don't care. You just want to hurt somebody because that person hurt somebody you care about. Yeah, that's, that's just it. That that, so is, that is the bottom line. And 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 you just want to get your hands around somebody you don't care who, and do something bad to them. You know, you don't think, you react, 
and that's what he did. See, and and nobody wants to really look at the human side or the emotional side of that when you really care about somebody and something, you know, this gross or this disturbing has happened to them. Nobody wants to tell the truth and deal with their real inner man or their inner anger or, or, the, or the way they really feel when devastating stuff happens to people they love. Now, if we all be honest with ourselves, we done been there. If we didn't act on it, we thought about it. We planned it. See, and when we, so, so and let's, let's, let's just be honest. Let's and the way we reacted, we, we went and got the so person that because, did it. And just because he's an actor or he's in a public eye, we want to deny him his feelings. At least the man stood up and told the truth about it. He didn't deny it. He didn't deny it. He said, yeah, this is what I felt and this is what I did. At least well, he said he, about how he thought and how he felt. Now, if more people could be like that, then we could have we could have a, a, a productive discussion about racism, you know, instead of everything being thrown behind the sheet, you know, and acting like, oh, I'm not a racist, but then again, yeah, off camera I am. This is what I do. This is how I feel. This is what I believe. Rather than coming up front, being honest, and everybody know how to take you. Let's see. You, you know, you got to get a little bit of a But most of the time when people like that, and the other part that nobody looked at, that he said, I did seek help. I did go to a priest. See? And he, talked, to a priest. To he talked about it. See? He talked about it. The real issue is the ones that's not talking about it and that are exhibiting this behavior, like, you know, some of our nation's cops. You know, so when they arrest a black man or a black, they see a black man or a black suspect, oh, yeah, we got to kill him. That's their thought process, you, but are you, they going to admit that? No. no. So we got to get a you know, and, and, uh, and, and the other, other side of it is, and you touched on it for a moment, but you have to remember also, emotions have no conscience. Especially when you up right. and you you you, you thought. Emotions have no conscience. So you're not nope. really thinking about the consequences of what you you want to go and you want to go and get some retribution. Right. You know right. Now. And that's the way he felt. Yeah. You know, and you know, later on if he you know, maybe he thought about it like, no, that wasn't the right thing to do. But at the time, you know, you're not thinking about all that. You forget that. I'm going to hurt somebody. And that's it. But we got somebody else who want to come in on on this conversation as well. So let me bring them in. All right, Triple uh, One, welcome to Hello, the show. Hello, Miss Lady. Uh, I didn't know it was Miss Lady. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez, I just wondered. I just figured. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I just came in like the last few minutes, and I'm, you know, this is interesting. You know, um, he was just being human. He's been, he, everybody's been programmed. He was programmed to react in the way he did. And, um, and, and he owned up to his programming and sought help uh, for having those very racist, uh, anger, you know, thoughts. Um, and so I feel like, you know, he, he actually could have kept this quiet. He didn't have to come out. But I think in, in today's climate, it's admirable that he did because he's actually showing, he's really revealing how a lot of people think, 
a lot of uh, non-black things toward black people, and he's saying, look, this is not acceptable, it's reactionary, it's emotional, and um, it's not right. And if you, I mean, basically, if you're having similar thinking, maybe you should get some help too, like I did. I think it's, he was very brave to come out because he could have kept that to himself forever. And that's right, all I kept it. If somebody knew about it, these days of time, your friend might not be your friend anymore. They're going to turn you in. I mean, but and the then, bottom line is, he, he came out with it, what, 20, 30 years later? Yes. He I mean, came out better. He made a movie about it. I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. What I'm saying I is that, what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm going to give him, he's a human being like everybody else is. And like I said, he, he was programmed like everybody else has been programmed since birth and their environment to think like they think. And he's shown a lot of maturity and understanding. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think it was good he revealed that. Because a lot of other people think the same thought, but they don't think there's anything wrong with it. And he's saying this this is wrong. <laughs> Especially in today's yep. climate. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Lady, for those 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 thoughts right there. And, and you, I, I get you. I get you. I get you. All right, so we got, what, 12 minutes left in live air time. We will be going over a little bit, I'm sure. So hang in there with us. And if you're not on the switch for us, 347-838-8622 is, is the number. So, so come on, talk to us. You know, we're having a great conversation. All right, T, tell us about this family in Wisconsin. Because I know you've been waiting on this one. Man, y'all, y'all not going to believe this. This is crazy. This what? Talk this to what us. About that, what? About the family in Wisconsin. The family in Wisconsin. Oh yeah, this this. Oh my God. Oh my God. You talking about wanting to do something to somebody? <laughs> now this 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 mother and her son killed the younger son, the seven year old, because all because this child could not remember a Bible verse. They beat this boy. They buried him under the snow for a time um, because um, he couldn't remember a, a Bible verse. They said that oh, the, the, the oh, brother, uh-huh. huh? The no, brother, and actually, it was, and actually it was, it was two younger boys. You know, and and they 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 made them carry a log that weighed two thirds of their body weight, and they had to carry this log for two two hours a day for a week. You know, and Damien, this is a teenager who was fourteen years old, was made to supervise the punishment. According to Damien, they were being punished for not learning thirteen Bible verses to Timothy Holt. With Halshut satisfaction That's the father Um, Then they had 
Damien beat Ethan, which they say he probably beat him about 100 times, shoved him to the ground repeatedly, and rolled the log on his chest for an hour and a half before burying him in the snow. The 14-year-old Damien, and, and it's funny that he has that name, Damien. Y'all remember the omen? Y'all remember yeah, that movie? Uh-huh. Yeah. And later, he later told police he didn't do anything that he that would have hurt Ethan. He said that Ethan kept on dropping the log and that he became frustrated with the seven-year-old. Then, when Ethan became unresponsive, Damien thought that Ethan was resisting. So he buried him in 80 pounds of packed snow and ice. The boy, Ethan, only weighed 60 pounds. When the paramedics arrived, Ethan had a body temperature of 23 degrees and no heartbeat. They determined that the boy died uh, from blood force trauma and from, you know, because, you know, he hit him, and they said he probably died from blood force trauma to the head and hypothermia. And he said, the brother said, in an interview, the brother Jason said, well, Ethan was in his own little coffin of snow, and he laughed. So they must have been crazy. Went for the ear. Yeah. They must have been crazy. Yeah. Yes, they had to be. Went for the ear. <laughs> you know, you know, and... The interesting part, you, you say Bible verses, really, really, uh, you know that that's that's taking religion and, and that's taking it to the extreme. I mean, and it's scary that it's those type of people out there that that you know that actually would go through that. The punishment they called was called carrying wood. Yeah, the punishment was called carrying wood. Yeah. Now, this, this little boy, I mean, really, he only weighed 60 pounds, but he had to carry a 44-pound log right. around the backyard. You know. In actuality, <laughs> yeah, in actuality this, had, I, this is the first time I'm hearing of the case from what Paisley Lady said. But in actuality, this has nothing to do with religion. This is all about control from a psycho. The psycho wanted control over the family and is using religion as the methodology to do it. Absolutely. Uh, it could have been anything that he would have been forced to recite. You know, it could have been uh, the dictionary from front to back. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's so sad. Where did that take place? Wisconsin, right? Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Well, yeah. Yeah, this was in Wisconsin. Um, he's in a better place. Than where he was. That's all. That's the only solace I can think of. <laughs> in yeah. Mount, in, in, um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah, Milwaukee. And, and and the father had the nerve to say, the father had the nerve to say, never in my wild imagination would what happened ever had ha- happened. His 14-year-old was certainly old enough to leave with younger children. Man, mm. you instructed this boy to beat this child. Yeah, there you go. 
so they all should go to jail mm-hmm. without a key. And then, and then mm-hmm. I don't know if she's the mother or the stepmother, uh, but the wife, she's been charged with failing to prevent bodily harm and intentionally contributing to the delinquency of a minor, while the 14-year-old has seven charges, including a felony murder charge. No, I don't believe the 14-year-old should be charged with that, but the woman, the stepmother, if they charged her with what they've just done, what you just talked about, Pete, that's probably because I have evidence that she knew about this type of behavior going on yeah, for weeks, about. months, and years. Yeah, she knew about it. Yeah. She knew about it. But the 14-year-old, I don't, that that 14-year-old boy, even though he laughed, and he's been programmed to act like he's, you know, like he's a a demon himself, I don't think he should be charged with with an adult crime. He should be charged, all of them that were participating in it should be charged, because that's probably why his father did him that way. He's been charged. He's been charged. He he has the most charges. He has six charges because he's the one that inflicted most of the harm. The father just was the instructor, so he's been charged with um, uh, the the, the now, father. The, ar- the, ar- the article does say that the parents weren't home at the time when all this was going on either. So, so now, <laughs> they got it, 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 well, I mean, maybe they would have stopped if they'd been home. I don't know, but I, I didn't see it. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Maybe the 14-year-old went through the same thing the 7-year-old. The reason we do the same thing you do it to him. That, and that's a good point, too. What do you think happened to the 14-year-old? He didn't wake up one day and all of a sudden want to kill his brother. He was he was subjected he was subjected to the same mental torture as the 7-year-old when he was younger. Well, can I ask another question about another crazy uh, story, a book that's out, the lady, her father that killed all those people, and she said she still loves her father, hey. and she prayed hey. about him. Hey, hold and on, gave him hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on, don't put your subject like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same subject. I'm not changing the subject. You know what, you know what, baby, you're going to have to change Nobody said that I don't need my own show, but if I did, I had years ago. But, uh, okay, <laughs> all right. Let's let's talk about and Joe Joe like these these types of right here. Let's talk about Pope Francis confirms priest abuse of nuns included sexual slavery. Uh. <laughs> 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 I'm like, yeah. what are they doing to the nuns? Nuns have been doing to the boys. Are still suffering sexual mm-hmm. abuse at the hands of Catholic priests and bishops and have mm-hmm. even been held as sexual slaves. The abuse was so severe in one case that the entire congregation of nuns was dissolved by former Pope Benedict. There you uh, go. He went on to say, now, when, you know, did this? Uh, when, when did this happen? When, when, were these acts, huh? when were these acts what? happening? At what time oh, were these over acts? happening? This has been happening over the years, and, and mm-hmm. it is still, and it is still happening. And they're trying to figure out. Um, they're trying to figure out what to do about it now. But the order that right. was dissolved by Pope Benedict was in. That was in um, two thousand and five. Um, yeah. Um, now Pope Francis took over in twenty thirteen, and it is still going on. 
There are still nuns being sold into slavery or used as sex slaves. You know, he's just coming out and acknowledging that it's an ongoing it's an ongoing problem. So they should go to go to jail. Who are they selling nuns to in terms of sex slaves? I mean, and the church leaders have you know they continue to cover up the abuse. I'm saying all that. Is this already in the United States and Europe or where in Africa? Where is this happening? This report was was published uh, on February 5th, 2019. It's happening all over. It's not just in France. It's happening all over within the Catholic community. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I'm saying, are they too good to go to jail? All of this stuff in all these years, nobody went to jail yet. Right. What they do is just move them around. That's they, right, they, yeah. They, they move them around. That's what they do. Yeah, they got right. they got a record. Right. And they found out about it, I and mean, they know who they are, but they're not forcing it. Exactly. Hear something else. You want to hear something else? Don't forget, but they're not forcing the Me Too ago, movement, people. Hey, a couple of weeks ago, we did a story about nuns uh, uh, sexually assaulting each other girl. and the yeah. and, and girl. Yeah. Right there in the same thing. Yeah, Mary J. Glass talked about that. It's um different, isn't it? That's what Mary J. Black talked about it. It's all, they're very isolated and their lifestyle is very strange sometimes. Um, you know what, really, I, I got upset when I saw this. This was a few years ago. I saw an elderly nun who had dedicated her whole life to, you know, poverty and teaching and she got a few pennies, right, and they live in the Nunnery, I forget what you call it. And she left church in the worst little rattle trap car. Like the doors were different colors. There were wheels missing. And I'm like, this woman has given her life and countless hours of work. And this is how she's treated? Well, that's not the norm, Miss Lady. I mean, I was upset. I'm like, she shouldn't be driving around in that. That's not the norm. Usually in the Roman Catholic Church, they're treated, um, the orders are treated very well. They have, uh, they have um, sections of cities um, mapped out for them where they live. Where they teach, and they're very usually they're very well taken care of. Uh, what you saw was an anomaly. <laughs> uh. Uh. I don't think so, Joe. No, right. no. Because what I know of uh, the Roman Catholic Church, and what I know of certain orders, uh, like the Jesuits, and uh, there's there's an order that's not of the of the priests, but what they're called brothers, and they're taken care of very well. Unless you're unless you're in another country, then I don't know what what happens over there. But in the United States, they're taken care of. Did you hear, did you hear about Pope Francis signing an agreement with the head of the uh, Muslim to form no. to form to form a pact? It's it's it's, uh, it's being uh, thought of as one step closer to a new world religion where the Catholic Church and the Muslim the uh, Islam. Are going to combine forces in some way? Huh. Interesting. I heard that. Well, you, 
that. Well, you have to you you have to understand too. Over the the, the last few years, the uh, the popes and, and the Catholic you know uh, church, well, the Pope anyway, the Vatican has been really considered to be going radical, for lack of a better word, because some of the changes that they are trying yeah. to implement. Right. You know, as with the LGBT community and things like that. You know, uh, even with, um, believe it or not, abortion. You know, so, you know he, some, of, some of them are beginning to, you know, say, well, you come back, you know, because Catholic, you know, Catholic Church, they have a, have a very strict or, or um, very yeah, religious. very strict, yeah, yeah um, doctrine about, you know, premarital sex and, 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 and abortion <laughs> and uh, what's the, what the other word I'm talking I'm thinking of, 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 of yeah, uh, protection. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? Huh? Why? Why? And they broke all the laws themselves. They believe in it, but they're not following yeah. their beliefs. Well, they're hypocrites, but their religion, the religion yeah, I mean, that's what I is, think. is extremely rigid. It does not believe of bending with the times. It is the right. same policy as it had back 2,000 years ago when Jesus, uh, you know, upon this rock you will build my church. <laughs> Uh-oh, that's not... What? Joe just quoted some scripture? All right, so I made a mistake. Excuse me. Joe just quoted some scripture. Oh, my. All right. All right. You know, there are some priests that are just phenomenal, and I've met a couple, and one in particular, when the man enters, enters the room, you know... I mean, I, there's a air, and it's real, of holiness about him. I'm not kidding. It just, it's like an air of peace, of quiet confidence and knowingness and kindness. And this is a, a black priest from, uh, I think he might be from Jamaican descent. And he's humorous, and he's down to earth, and he's extremely bright. And very kind And I know from personal experience How kind he really is And um, I'm not kidding One day I saw him in um, Like regular clothes Where he had some nice shoes And some nice slacks And uh, a black turtleneck And a sports jacket And I'm like Hey father I said you sure don't look like No priest today (laughs) Yum yum I mean, he right. got me up like, wow. Yeah, he just laughed. And they, uh, another famous lady you don't know, they, they love you to drink beer. You don't look like no priest today. Where you no, going? No, sir. <laughs> Did you know they love, hello? Do you know they uh-huh. love to drink beer? Yeah. They love beer. <laughs> well, some well, do. I love beer. Like, I mean, excuse me? Like the Christian brothers, right? They, I think they might have owned... A lot of that. So, yeah, some drink wine, but didn't Jesus drink wine? But they drink beer more. I mean, they don't beer more than wine. Oh, Lord. (laughs) But then, Jesus drank wine. So, did you invite him out to dinner, Miss Lady? No, I wouldn't. What you invite him out to dinner for? Is your name Miss Lady Maze? You wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know what? I don't. You know what? what? Yeah. 
You're not supposed to be trying to tempt priests, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, trying to live that kind of life. That's not right to do. Yeah, but did you tempt him this lady, in other words, just telling him you're not that kind of a person. You respect who he is. That's right. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That's why you wouldn't do it. <laughs> no. No, of course. Oh, damn. Anyway. Anyway. But well, I wait, do know when, you know when I was growing God? up, he was, um... I'm not sure if he was Irish or not, but he would wear dashikis and stuff. He was fun. He was nice. And then they found out, ooh, the Catholic Church got mad. They, uh, he had to leave because they found out he was married to a black woman and had a couple of kids near the church. He was secretly married. Oh, boy. See, there you go. There you go. See, that's how they lure him well, in right there. he was married and he that's loved his wife and children. Mm. That's good. That's good. You know what, though, and I'll have to bring tea in. A lot better than being a molester, that's for damn sure. Well, that's true. But, Miss Lady, Lady, you just said something. Jesus drank wine. And I'm thinking, I don't remember nowhere in the Bible where it said he drank wine. I know he turned something, some water in the wine, and, you know, he had something to let. Simple, but I don't think he ever drink any. I may be wrong. Well, you know, TJ, is that in the Bible somewhere? <laughs> I thought that was about drinking wine. Jesus didn't drink no wine, I don't think. T. Huh? Where you at? Did Jesus drink wine? I don't know. I wasn't there with him. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Because we wasn't there his whole life to see it. That's right. He probably did drink some wine. I bet he did. The Last Supper. Well, okay. Let me tell you that. In the Bible, does it say he drank any wine? Um. Now, it 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 doesn't say as pertains to alcoholic wine, but fruit of the vine. So it 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 it's a distinction. When he took the cup, he you know he drank and he gave it to the uh, to the disciples. That's the only time that I saw. Okay, so he drank grape juice. That's he what I was about to juice. say. Did he wait until it's the last drink? Basically, but you have to understand too, you know. When people are restricting you from 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 drinking wine and all of this stuff, that is not what it said. It said, you know, be ye sober. You know, you don't drink to get inebriated. You know, see that that's mm-hmm. the difference. See, so I mean, okay, hold on, wait a minute, stop, stop. Okay, hold on, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, hold on. So, so okay, but now we got a conversation going now. So, what you say, you can partake in. in, in and the spirits, just as long as you're not drinking to get inebriated. Yeah. It says, I'm oh. talking specifically, I'm talking about specifically um, about wine, you know. Um, <laughs> the scripture that, that is in there, it says, you know, at, at 1 Timothy 5.23, you know, Paul admonishes them, you know, drink no longer just water. But use a little wine for that stomach sake and thine own infirmity. So he's telling you, yeah, you drink wine. I don't know about this other stuff y'all got, you know, the the Long Island teas <laughs> and the vodka and the gin and the juice and all of that. I'm specifically talking about wine. That's what it says. Uh huh. 
And for and for infirmities, which means drink a little wine in order to um, solve whatever medical problems you think it might solve. Exactly, exactly, because you know. um, Go ahead. And what is about the hemp in the Bible? It's in there too. You know, if the MD twenty twenty is considered a wine. Hemp. You know what, Eric? Hemp. What? Well, I don't drink, so uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I don't drink, so uh, it wouldn't pertain to me. <laughs> exactly. Then you go, maybe. You can drink what you want to, <laughs> but I don't stop nobody else from doing it. But I don't do it. Right. So uh-huh. each his own. Uh huh. That's right. Hemp. Did you say? You say hemp. See, I don't yeah. have a problem. Hemp is a weed, right? Hemp, hemp grows in, out, out the earth. Right? Mm-hmm. That's like marijuana. It grows. It's a plant. So it's natural. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, at one time, you know, hemp was very, very common in the United States, and it was even made to, um, it was even used to uh, formulate some of the prototypes for Ford's Model T. That, you know, in addition uh. with, uh, you know, with some metal to form some of the doors, I think, on on the Model T. And then because uh-huh. hemp has so many good properties and it's so cheap, they had to ban it so that the, uh, the steel um, industry could flourish. And the, and the medicinal and the and big pharma, which, such as it was back then, because hemp has so many medicinal qualities that if they really um, uh, used hemp, they couldn't formulate the medicines and have a patent on those medicines. So they had to ban uh, hemp. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Actually learned something today. Huh. That, that's, that's good to know. That's good to know. <laughs> uh, you said they used them as car doors or car doors? Well, when, when, uh, when Ford brought out his prototypes for the Model T, Part of the doors, uh-huh. I think it was the trunks of the uh, the Model T, they, they were combined, hemp was combined with whatever other material they were using, other metals, um, to make the Model T doors. So the Model T right. doors partially were made of hemp because uh-huh. hemp, was, hemp is very strong, has a lot of uses, has a lot of medicinal uses, um, and grows like a weed. And, it's, you know, it can be grown anywhere practically. So if you could do that with hemp, then you have a very cheap resource. If you have an extremely cheap resource that anybody can use, then the industry that wants to promote iron, ore, and steel, that would suffer. And the big pharma and the, and the medicines that were being you know, looked into, um, they would suffer because they wouldn't be able to have um, the pharma, big pharma couldn't have a patent on uh, medicines if those medicines were primarily hemp. Uh-huh. Huh. It's like water. See, water's everywhere. If we can use, if if, uh, if a company comes along. And not, can only, use- not only that, remember back, you know, um, a few years ago when they came out with hemp, hemp clothing, you can still buy it online. Oh yeah, right. There was is to show how strong uh, that hemp clothing was. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Huh. All right. 
Interesting. Interesting. Do you know it takes something like seven years for the um that's not the EPA. What's the uh, what's the governing body that um Drug, the Food and Drug Administration. Yeah, yeah, FDA, right, thanks. Yeah. They're the ones that yeah. are responsible for whether or not a drug goes to market. And for that drug right. to go to market, it has to go through mm-hmm. seven, at least, I think, at least seven years of experimentation and proving to the government uh-huh. that it's worthwhile. I think all exactly. of that is just to keep the, the companies under the FDA's thumb. Because, uh-huh. you know, there's... There are times when if you really, you can really bring something to market, which is a lot faster, like over in Europe, they're using certain medicines which are not allowed to be used over in the United States, but those medicines right. in Europe are pretty effective. But they don't go uh-huh. through an FDA type of approval process. Right. That's All exactly right. right. And that's why a lot of people go over there to receive treatment that they can't receive mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. No money answers all things. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a trip to Amsterdam. <laughs> Why with the with the three whores? <laughs> huh? With the three whores the what, over what? in Amsterdam? I don't know about all that, Joe. I oh, know yeah. about the cafes, but I don't I don't oh, know about yeah, all that well, Amsterdam is famous <laughs> for having, you know, um, like uh, legal whores. I think they're in windows and stuff advertising yeah, themselves. They are. Yeah, they're, they're, in a, they're in like a big building, like a, a you know, multi-story building, and they have glass, and they sit in like swings or chairs, you know, when you walk by and see them. You know, and you go in and point the one you want, and you know she'll meet you or whatever. I thought you said you yeah. didn't know anything about that, Eric. Hey, I walk yeah, around. Yeah, now, now, now you see the truth comes me. out. There you go. So, so, no, look, I walk around. It was explained to me. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Don't try to clean it up now. 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 Look, it was the same thing in Frankfurt, Germany. So, in their real life district. So, hey, you know, it was different, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you yeah. had questions. That yeah. was during World War II. <laughs> 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 oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Really, Joe? <laughs> yeah, the red light district in, uh, in Germany. Wasn't that during World War II when... Um, a GI could offer stockings and chocolates to a girl, and they were, you know, that was one way of getting, uh, of really getting tight with the girl over there, with the floor line. <laughs> yeah, the floor line. I, you know, I, I don't know. I take your word. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure, because, you know, back then, chocolate and holes, yeah, that was the way, that was Well, it. during World War Two, I mean, when, when the uh, Americans went into Berlin and stuff, and they, you know, <laughs> at that particular time, they were defeated, so it wasn't the country of, and the cities of old. They didn't, they weren't in their old glory. They were practically destitute. So the women, in order to survive, they had to do whatever they could, and when a GI came along with chocolate and nylon, because the German women, they had to undergo rationing. 
they, uh, you know, oh, me, me love you long time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only in German instead, oh. of, instead of Vietnamese. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, I, but okay, I understand what you're saying, though. Yeah, I got you. I got yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all, we can get up out of here. Y'all know night, my bowling night. I got to get some bowling rest. All right, but we're going to let y'all get your last words in. And always, last one in, first way out. So, Miss Lady, give me some last words. Oh, just have a good weekend. Thank you. Do something fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we shall do that. You have a great weekend as well. You know, don't do too much working out. And, and enjoy. Yep. All right. Thank you, Miss Lady. All right, Mage, you up next. I was going to say it's an end of it's an end of an era, the twenty nineteen, and something different is about to happen. Have a good one. All right. Well, thank you, May. Yeah, something different about to happen. Come back to Earth. Come back to Earth. All right, Joe. You last one. Okay. Talk to me. All righty, this lady, Mays, P, Eric, all of you, and everybody else listening, and those who are not listening, be safe out there. Have a good one. Peace out. All right. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Joe. All right, y'all. Great show. Great show. Great conversation. And I must admit, I learned quite a few things today. You know, I I like that. You know, it's always good when you can say you learn something new in a a whole day of living. Can't beat that. Uh, As I always say, though, if you got any questions about anything we talked about today, uh, you can go and do your own research. You can listen to the show again, you know, and see if you missed anything. You can email me, ericletstalk at gmail.com, or you can go to the show's website, www.ericletstalk.com, or you can email P at p.leona, L-E-O-N-A, dot Ross 20 at gmail.com. Okay? So those are all the ways you can, uh, you know, get in contact with us, and we will respond to you. All right, but until then, man, y'all have a great weekend. Be safe out there. For those that's going to be in the cold weather, stay warm. Uh, everybody else, just chill out, have fun. And we try and be back here again Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern. All right, for P, I'm Mr. Talk saying y'all have a great weekend. Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. All right? So we're going to take you out of here with a little jazz today, some broken sorrow. And it's about nothing but strings. Y'all have a great weekend, man. We see y'all Monday. Have a good one. We out of here. <laughs>